superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, friendos, and welcome in to Week 14 Fantasy Impact right here on Fantasy Pros. I'm Chris Welsh. We got Scott Bogman. We got Deepak Chona. We got everything going down. We got injuries. We got craziness, and we're going to be breaking it all down, recapping everything that was Week 14, injuries and fantasy stuff alike. Hopefully, everybody is doing good, and hopefully, everybody got those I must win scenarios that you guys were all uh, hitting us up about in the live streams because Week 14 is the Enzo's Bogman. Everybody has got to get in. This is where the drop-off happens, but not here at Fantasy Pros because we are going to step it up for the playoffs, my friend. Yeah, come on. This is where you get to see all those guys that you talked about as your deep sleepers in the year, right? That's what everybody wants. They don't want to see the starters. Let's see those deep sleepers because everybody's getting banged up right now and guys that have been playing through stuff or finally breaking down. So there's a lot of injuries at the end, but that is why we had I like it here to I, talk to us. about. I like it too, because we've got a suggestion and this is a great one. We're get we get to see small business happen because someone in the chat said, they think Gabe Davis should open up a donut shop because it's nothing <laughs> but zeros and uh, holes between production. If you know what I mean? So I'm down for that. You're right it, next. It'll be competing with Kyle Pitts, but not this week, but not uh, this week, weeks. not at all. So yeah, you know, we hit some of the takes. We don't hit some of the takes. That's how it goes. We try to get you guys in the best spot and that's, what we're going to be doing today in just a tiny bit. We're going to be announcing the winner for the, DK Metcalf autograph jersey another giveaway coming up after that and just breaking down all the games Deepak Chona Deepak you're in the house and unfortunately you are going to be have some self-inflicting news here because on the injury report we have got CJ Stroud he exited the game early with a concussion we're going to be talking about Justin Jefferson who exited the game early with a chest injury Justin Herbert out suffered Ugh. a finger injury we had uh, an Easton bat come in it's crazy um <laughs> Also talking about Christian Watson, who has been ruled out for the game. Nico Collins exited the game early with a calf injury. And we got a couple others that are looming out here. So Deepak, let's talk about the two big dogs here. CJ Stroud. This is, uh, like I said, self-inflicting for your team. And that was a piss poor performance, but it was a weird game, weird weather game. And the Jets kind of dominated. So talk to us about the, this the concussion thing has been weird all year because it's like nobody returns week of and then we've started to have players do it. But what's your take on uh, on what we're going to be looking at in week 15 for CJ Stroud? Yeah, it, it's exactly what you said. At first, early part of the season, nobody was returning week of. And then now we are seeing it actually pretty frequently. So I, I would say we have pretty limited data, but it's close to 50-50 in terms of CJ Stroud returning. The Justin Jefferson one, uh, and Bogman, we'll get you here in a second on the Justin Jefferson one, pretty standard with the CJ Stroud. Justin Jefferson just coming back after all of that and getting knocked out with a chest injury to what was an embarrassing performance, an Iowa-like performance from uh, the Minnesota Vikings, which also so Dobbs come out of play. But how seriously concerned should we be about the Justin Jefferson chest injury? Yeah, I think fairly serious. They they called it an internal chest injury. They ruled him out pretty quick. And then taking him to the hospital, even though it's just a precaution, suggests that there probably is a fracture there of his ribs. So the average timeline on these is about two to three weeks. We saw T. Higgins only miss one week and come back, but 
the thing with the Vikings is they've shown a, a desire to slow play the Justin Jefferson return with his hamstring. So my thought process would be they'd probably do the same thing here. And I would think he's out for multiple multiple weeks at this is, point. Is that what they're talking about when they say there's like that internal, like they're very vague about the internal injury. Is that what that is? It's like a fracture. Cause I was saying, I feel like it could mean like a million different things. I could mean like there could be internal bleeding. There could be something else, but is I that like the kidney, implication? Cause he kind of reached towards that area and that's, you know, you see lacerated kidney sometime and ooh, that's just, yeah, it, like it could be, but they said he's cleared to travel with the team back home. Oh, okay. So they with the sort of the rest of the organs if it was like a lacerated kidney you'd want to probably watch him in the hospital overnight yeah. so i would think that that means there's probably a rib fracture and probably nothing else but we will sort of watch the reports on this one closely just the fact that they took him to the hospital though that's kind of what makes me think that there was probably a fracture that tipped them off to go get this checked out a little more. That's a good point. Like if it were like a strain or something, they could still use that terminology, but it's not something you're going to take to the hospital. That's something you say, we'll check this out during uh, MRIs on the next day. Bogman, if right. you're out uh, Jefferson, we knew who Addison was. The problem is, is this is a mess. I, I was completely wrong. Okay. I thought Dobbs was going to have a complete bounce back. They looked horrific. They had to get Mullins in to get them to that 3-0 victory. So, like, what expectation are you going to have if Jefferson is back out, Mullins under quarterback, and you're back to Addison and Osborne? Can you trust yeah. Addison? I don't think so. I don't think you can trust because I don't think it's going to be Dobbs. I think it's probably going to be Mullins next week since Dobbs literally did nothing against a bad secondary this week. So, yeah, it's it's a disaster right now uh, in Minnesota, and they had another injury we're going to get to in a second here as well. Uh, all right, so we had a couple other injuries that were floating. Justin Herbert, that was a big one because we saw Easton come in. Uh, Nico Collins suffered that cap injury really early in the game, which probably set the tone. We got Christian Watson on here. This, this one's a little bit more arbitrary, just to kind of like, you know, we know he's going to be out for the game. This is, I'm very big on Jaden Reed this week, but Deepak, um, just walk us through real quick, Herbert, Nico Collins, any long-term stuff? Should we be concerned about Herbert moving forward? I, I think so, yes. Uh, Herbert, they ruled him out pretty quickly. He had his finger kind of bent and it's his right index finger. It's really yeah. pretty important in the throwing motion. So the fact that they ruled him out as quickly as they did suggests there's either a fracture or a tendon injury. And in either case, you'd, have to really let that wait a few weeks at, at least and with the way the chargers have been playing it doesn't really make sense to rush your franchise qb back so this could be even a season ender i wouldn't be totally surprised if he ends up on an ir wow what about nico uh with this injury nico collins this is the key is that this is not just a first time calf strain it's a re-aggravation and so these tend to be in the two to four week timeline when players come back, they do so with a really high re-injury risk. And we saw Joe Burrow deal with this earlier in the year, and we, he was very, very limited. And that's as a quarterback. So as a wide receiver, you would think this is pretty limiting and, and pretty risky for him to rush back to. Boggs, there's two things obviously in there. If Easton's under quarter, we're already kind of like under fire with a lot of Chargers guys. This was the big like, hey, we're going to have other running backs besides Eckler. And Eckler's like, I'm ready, guys. Oh, it didn't work out. <laughs> and then also in the Nico Collins, I don't mean to like put both of these together here, but like where's your level of worry with the Chargers? And if Nico is out, are you going to put your trust into a Noah Brown? I mean, there's so much going on with the Texans. I, I guess I'll just say, where will your trust go in the Texans offense? Well, I don't trust anybody if Davis Mills is a starter. So let's just start there and, and just work our way backwards, right? So if CJ is up 
then yeah, I'm okay with going with Noah Brown. The running back situation is a little weird. I do think they are going to end up going back to Devin like they did today. So I don't think Damian Pierce, I think that was more of a game plan thing for last week versus this week. But yeah, I mean, that that's a brutal one. And then the other one was, uh, which one was it? Oh, Herbert with Easton yeah. Stick. I actually kind of like Easton Stick. I like him coming out of uh, North Dakota. So yeah. I, I, I don't, it's just, it's hard to trust anyone that's not Eckler or Allen with a backup quarterback. Those two guys, I'm still going to be okay rolling. Eckler's been missed. He had a good day today. Uh, but anybody else, I mean, I'm not probably going to be that much into Quentin Johnston or uh, anybody else. They do play the Raiders on Thursday. So that's an interesting matchup. Uh, but we saw that Dobbs couldn't get anything done against the Raiders. That defense is actually playing pretty well recently. So yeah, something, something to consider with those injuries yeah. too on the short uh, time. Uh, the last thing here, Deepak, is we did see a couple others that didn't make our graphic. Josh Jacobs got knocked out of the game. Alexander Madison as well. Are there any long-term injury concerns on both of these? I think we were talking off air that at least one of these might have some season concerns. Yeah, the Alexander Madison one pretty convincingly looked like a high ankle sprain. Average for a running back is going to be three weeks. And then when they do come back, it usually is with an efficiency dip up to even 20%. So pretty real implications for the rest of the season for Alexander Madison. For Josh Jacobs, it's a little less clear from the video what, what he injured. But you saw him walking with a pretty real limp and somebody fell on him. So in the best case, that could just be a knee contusion, which would kind of heal itself, give him a, a decent chance to return week 15. And if not by then, then probably week 16 without much of a performance hit. The worst case Thursday, is... Though. Say again? Thursday, play Thursday, the Raiders. Do you think he'd be back by then? Possible, but less likely. Okay. But week 16 would be realistic if it's just a contusion. And with they'll do a an MRI probably tomorrow. The thing is though, with these knee injuries that are kind of in the pile there, the whole array is possible. So we'll really have to wait on the MRI, but, but Josh Jacobs, there's some reason for optimism, less so on Alexander Madison. Sport D uh, sport MD analysis. Don't mess. I was doing so good this year. Sport MD <laughs> analysis, sports medanalysis.com that's where you can find uh deepak and all of his work which you should do best in the business deepak we will be thinking good thoughts and sending good vibes your way because we all need cj stroud and i know you do thanks so much for hanging with us and we'll talk to you next week my friend no doubt later guys want to dominate your fantasy football leagues well then you need my playbook available only from fantasy pros struggling with the waiver wire my playbook lets you see who the top available players are week to week can't decide who to start compare your players side by side with detailed breakdowns and projections for each week of your fantasy season and it's all included with your premium subscription to fantasy pros so sign up today at fantasypros.com or download our free my playbook app to your apple or android device all right, we are back and we have got some winners for you before we get to our headlines of the day. How about that DK Metcalf jersey getting touchdowns off of my 49ers? That's what and he does. Ejected. Yeah, and ejected. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine by me. Well, we've got a winner. He's out of the game. Jersey is in your house, Mr. John Tuggle. That's right. Look at that. that Autograph jersey courtesy of bettingpros.com is going to John Tuggle. So just get in touch with our customer support agents at mailbag at fantasypros.com with your mailing address and proof of your subscription to Fantasy Pros YouTube channel. We'll be in touch. Again, John Tuggle, congratulations, my friend. You're taking that bad boy home, which I absolutely love. And we are not done because next up, how about, how about this right here? 
How about some glory, some fantasy football championship belt action? I say this and the podcast listeners are like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, we're talking about a fantasy football championship belt for your league, courtesy of our friends over at Trophy Smack, the number one destination for epic fantasy football trophies. All you got to do, you know what to do. Subscribe and comment. That is it. Subscribe to the no. Fantasy Pros YouTube channel and comment on the uh, video. And that is it. Yes. Before you move on, bring up that DK jersey graphic one more time. Yeah, no, I, I saw. Did, did oh. you see his comment here, John's comment? I will do my very best DK sprint and record it while wearing this jersey. We're going to hold you to that, John. All oh, right? that's cool. So, that's cool. So when the jersey gets to you, we want to see that sprint. At Bogman Sports on Twitter, at Is It The Welsh on Twitter, at Fantasy Pros. Tag us all. And uh, we want to see that sprint when that jersey gets yeah, to you. Yeah, just make sure. Don't ruin that thing. But uh, again, just a shout out to our boys over at uh, Trophy Smack. Comment and subscribe for your chance to win. We'll be announcing it soon. So turn on those noties so you can be claiming that prize. There you go. Uh, that'll be fun. That'll be a great video. I want to play that on here. So uh, when you get that thing, send that video. Hopefully it's before the end of the season and we can uh, lock into this. All right. Miller Lite's headline of the day is coming up. But first, we've got our big headline. So Bogman, why don't you kick us off with the quarterback? How about shut your Jake hole, Bogman, because Browning <laughs> goes off again here. 18 of 24. Two How about this, Boggs? What uh, could Browning do for you? Yeah, he could win me a game instead of Kenny Pickett. Uh, he also had a rushing touchdown in there. So three touchdowns for Browning as the Bengals cruise past the Colts. Looks like a viable starter moving forward. I mean, that first game against Pittsburgh was miserable. And I took everything that I could away from that game. He has been Tom Brady since yeah. then he is looking outstanding yeah Bob, me and bogman are going back and forth about browning i literally just texted him earlier and just went browning lol yeah. because because yeah, i you also guys think you guys think welsh is like my good friend and we've known each other for almost 30 years <laughs> well that's and true and all he does is text me about things i got wrong on sunday no, that, that, no. Is, that is that is 95 percent of his text just so you guys know i'm not mad enough about the steelers on thursday then this guy this guy my buddy right here over here sending me terrible text message it only it only bogman is one of the best i know at not like being super like no no this is the way it is but when you get the way that it is and i'm on yeah. the other side and then i just have to like throw it so Bengals and browning have specifically been it so that's all uh we're gonna jump over to wide receivers so our wide receiver headline of the day how about a prison drake drake london getting out of the the falcons prison 11 targets 10 catches 172 yards look arthur smith is not great for fantasy but he knows how to win games. They didn't. They did put offense up. Their their uh, defense was so bad, they, they couldn't end up uh, pulling this game out, right? So, uh, look, Drake London had the huge game with the 10 catches. I just don't expect this to be the norm. They adjusted because they knew they weren't going to be able to run that well against Tampa Bay, and they passed. Pitts got in. Drake London got in, but they lost the game. So don't expect this to keep going the way it did this week. I think this was a specific game plan to beat the Bucks, and I don't think Atlanta is going to go to passing the ball and trusting Desmond Ritter to win them games because he did not. I wanted to find this because I wanted to see his, uh, and I don't think I'm going to be able to do it properly here, but his mustache is, it's Paul, it's our buddy Paul Spore. It's Paul Spore-esque. And for whatever mm. reason on Instagram, I just can't pull up. I have Drake London's? No, no, I'm sorry. Arthur, uh, Arthur Smith. Oh, are the, uh, oh yeah. Arthur Smith. 
I do you remember when I lost the bet on leading off, or it was a bet? It was a, a subscription bet, and I did sure. the mustache. I wonder mm-hmm. who has a better mustache, Arthur Smith or me, or Ooh. Sport. I I was gonna pull up the photo, but I couldn't pull it pull it yeah. up properly. I'm pretty so. sure that I could get it. Like if I wanted to, I could probably get it to. No, no, no but you don't Orlando. count. You're like Raleigh Fingers oh. over here. Oh, You'd yeah. be like, Whoa, good day, <laughs> gentlemen. Like I have like a I have a very concerned. Yeah, I have to like shave it up mouth so I don't bite the hair because he has a face that you're like. Mm. I don't trust that mustache. <laughs> I probably have the same. So you can go. My you guys, you guys all have, I would call it bad guy mustaches. So yeah. Yeah. Untrustworthy mustaches, a hundred percent. So I'll, we'll just say that I have a better look than he does at that. Uh, let's go over to tight ends here. Your tight end headline of the day. How about stairway to Evan, Evan Ingram right here with uh, 12 targets, 11 catches, 95 yards in two <laughs> scores. No Christian Kirk, no problem for him. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Give me all the Evan Ingram you can handle now. I didn't, I didn't think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a very good day. I mean, he threw three picks, so he didn't have a great day, but 300 yards, three scores. That's decent. We'll take that. Yeah, don't have a great day. Have a good day. At least that mm. stairway to Evan is an all timer. That's, oh, like that that's a very good one. That leads us to here's to what's next. Our Miller light headline of the day is going to take us to the running backs. Bogman. What do we got? Let James Cook, James Cook, 10 for 58 on the ground, five for 83 in a score, 20 plus touches, two weeks in a row. And the only other game that he has had 20 touches in was week two. So the bills are kind of shifting towards giving the ball to James Cook more. It worked for the uh, for this week and helped them beat the Chiefs in KC. I think this is probably what we're going to see a little more and more to the chagrin of everyone in the chat. Everyone was very upset at Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis and his donut shop and Dalton Kincaid getting usurped by Dawson Knox, which really didn't happen because uh, Kincaid had eight targets, which he couldn't catch. But I don't know if they were catchable or not. I didn't see a lot of that game. Thank you, CBS. But uh, we'll see. You know, yeah. But plenty to be upset about all the time, but we can all be upset together. That's so right. Con- control your anger. Control your anger. I'm trying. Playoffs, I'm I get it. it. Uh, I totally understand it. But friends, with a Miller Lite in your hand, football doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Fantasy Pros. That's MillerLite.com slash Fantasy Pros. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly, friendos. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Get that set up today. Matchup recaps. Let's get into these bad boys. Let's start breaking these games down, Boggs. And we are going to start off with New Orleans. Put the beat down on Carolina with a 28-6 to victory. Boy, did I need a few more Camara catches. He had those targets that I needed as catches. It didn't quite work out. Everything kind of stunk. The most frustrating thing for me, I have been kind of vocal about Mingo. And he had nine targets in this game, two catches. It's so I mean, frustrating. Like my, my theory is right, but the execution is just not happening. But talk to us about this stupid did, game. Did you see the one where he was wide open for a score yep. and young just missed him by half a foot? I mean, it looked like he, you know, kind of torqued down. Like he didn't think he was getting the ball. Either. It was a weird twerk play. down or twerk, 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 torque. No torque. Let's see. Let's see the twerk. 
Uh, yeah, well, that's not happening. Anyway, Derek Carr doesn't look healthy. I mean, I know that's not a shock to anybody, but 18 of 26, 18 completions and only 119 yards. He did have the two scores, which was nice, but it just did not look right. It looked like going into this game, their game plan was to give the ball to Jamal Williams a little bit more. Him and Kamara kind of split. I don't know if that's going to be the case moving forward, but I mean, A.T. Perry with his one catch for 44 yards was the leading receiver for the saints. Uh, Olave had 28 yards and the scores. So Olave is going to hurt a lot of fantasy teams. Uh, unfortunately. I mean, the touchdown helped, but, but I mean, that's yeah. eight points. That's not fantastic. Jimmy Graham uh, caught a touchdown. Juwan Johnson only had 10 yards. And on the other side, I mean, Bryce young is still bad. 13 completions, 36, uh, uh, 36 attempts, 137 yards, 40 yards rushing, but he also lost a fumble. Thielen had five for 74, Chark two for 26, and Mingo, like you said, nine targets, two catches in 22. At least Chuba Hubbard is still the man there, 25 for 37. But Miles Sanders looked good. He had a 48-yard long run. He had 10 rushes for 74 yards. So I wouldn't see him. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get more opportunities because of the explosive play that he had this week. So we'll see how that goes. But let's get this one out of the way quick. Yep, uh, and we've got the Giants who are going to be going to New Orleans. Atlanta is going to be going to Carolina. So that's where your hosting duties are going to be going down this week. Friends, I know you're like me and you cannot believe that we are this far. We are going to the fantasy playoffs. We are into the deep teens of the NFL season. So we got to make every second count. We can do that with DraftKings Sportsbook where you can make the most of every game day. Bet on your favorite teams or players and props for a shot at winning big bucks because new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for getting for betting five on any matchup. So get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. So download the app, use code FANTASYPROS, and score that 150 instantly in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks on the NFL. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code FANTASYPROS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources uh jumping over to baltimore and the rams which went to overtime <laughs> there was a time where you and i loved the under and the weather sure went away and these teams just stopped playing defense and they ended up scoring 68 points into overtime. Baltimore did win 37 to 31, not covering as well. So all of that was super fun, but there were some big uh, fantasy performances. So talk us through about Yeah. Enormous fantasy. By the way, the weather was there. And in the second half, if you watch the, the second half was kind of exactly what we thought it was going to be. Not a ton of scoring till the end of the second half. Yeah, I think it was like uh, the, I think there's like 
five minutes left in the fourth quarter and it was like st- it was under my teased under and then all of a sudden it was like it just yeah. went and then overtime also yeah, yeah. yeah overtime i obviously killed it yeah. i mean the, the big thing to pull away from this game is cup looked healthy finally now that everyone probably benched him mm-hmm. right he finally looked good 10 targets eight catches 115 yards and a score first game over 50 yards since october 15th so he looked good uh, on the Baltimore side here, Lamar made some big plays, 316 yards, only 23 completions, three touchdowns, uh, also ran for 70. OBJ had the big touchdown, likely had a big touchdown. Flowers had the the one to tie, uh, six for 60 in a score. Mitchell, this it's weird the way the running backs worked in Baltimore this week because Mitchell still ran the most, nine for 54. Um, he led over Gus Edwards, who had six for 15. But Justice Hill, who didn't have a carry or catch, led them in snaps. 29 of 72. Mitchell at 25 of 72. And Gus Edwards was down at 20. So it's still going to be weird. Mitchell, I think, is going to lead just every game until he gets hurt or something uh, down the stretch here unless they get up big and then they start handing the ball to Justice Hill. But looks like that's how it's going to work. It's Mitchell and Gus and Hill does the dirty work. For the Rams, Stafford 23 of 41, 294 and 3. Puka also had a, a nice game, five for 84, and a Superman catch that came out of nowhere. If you guys were watching it, it was unbelievable. Uh, Davis Allen replacing Higby, five for 84. He had a huge game. Are you going to trust him moving forward? Um, like, is that someone you potentially stream into a playoff run if you're really struggling at tight end or say, nah? Probably not. It'd have to be a deeper league. So we'll 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 see what happens uh, here if, uh, you know, if he's going to be the the – guy and everything but i just i think with cup and nakua and kyron uh, he your fourth option at best i know they pass a lot but i don't think i'm going to depend on him on a week-to-week basis here kyron 25 carries so he's obviously still the man but yeah the big thing here in this game with both of these teams scoring points is that you know cup is the guy and seems like it doesn't matter where you play if you're matthew stafford you can pass the ball yeah i'd also say that i think likely is putting himself in a situation where he is becoming way more trustworthy we had a lot of likely questions on the live stream i think for the majority of them we we went in the favor of there might be one or two but we went in the favor of likely it was a huge payoff and lamar you know you have a performance like that with that target share it's going to continue. So I think the cool thing is going into week 15 likely is someone that may still be floating out. There may not because obviously pickups, but that may be someone you can trust going into week 15. If you have some tight end issues, Washington has got the Rams and Baltimore is at Jacksonville. So good luck there. Cincinnati beat up on the Colts 34 to 14 because Mr. Jake Browning with three scores because it's what he does. He makes it happen. Uh, Joe Mixon was good. That was one of my big plays this week. My dude Boggs, I was freaking because my number one prop of the week was Joe Mixon receiving yards and Chase Brown gets that giant one at the beginning. And I'm like, he led them in receiving. I know I, I was, I was resigned to like, Oh, I'm going to have to come on next week and be like, well, my logic was right. And we just couldn't get there. I was right about the running backs. Didn't matter because Joe Mixon was still able to put up 46 yards and that cash. He had a good day. Chase Brown obviously had a good day. Unfortunately, the chase that we wanted to have a good day did not. So talk us through uh, any other notes we have in this uh, Bengals and Colts game. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Jake Browning, like we talked about before, did great. Mixon had 21 catches or 21 uh, rushes and three catches, so 24 total touches. So he's still the guy, but they got Chase Brown involved. Eight for 25 on the ground, 
nah, but the big, big play three for 70 or three for 80 and the score. And that is going to earn him more playing time. Chase Brown is a guy that he's a little undersized, but a guy at Illinois that took the full workload there and they knew it was coming because they could not pass the ball at Illinois and he still got it done. So this is a guy, if you give him a little space, he's going to take it. And he did today. So that was nice to see. I think the concern with Jake Browning is that he is not getting the ball to chase three catches for 29 yards for chase Higgins had a two for 72. He also had a touchdown call back on a shove off, which he definitely did. Uh, shove off uh, Hudson caught a touchdown, which is nice. He's been a good tight end recently. I think I, that's a guy that I maybe would rather have than uh, Davis Allen uh, moving down the stretch here because it seems like Browning seems to really like him, but yeah, I mean, Jamar chase, not getting the ball. I mean, I think I don't have him in many spots uh, because I was taking running backs early. Do you have chase? Are you worried about him? No, I don't. I mean, I'm not because he was like the main target. Browning kind of opened up the offense a little bit. I think it'll go back. But I mean, again, you know, there were so many people that had chase at like number one. Uh, we didn't. So we just don't have the shares of how high that he ended up going. But that's kind of irrelevant to the point of like my trust level. It's still there regardless of this game. Unfortunately, it's like if it doesn't work next week, you're probably out. But I think you still have to go with it. I would imagine Jamar Chase will still be a top uh, 12 wide receiver one moving into next week. I don't think that'll change where. You're going to end up having Pittsburgh at Indianapolis on Saturday. You've also got a Saturday game, Minnesota at Cincinnati. So those are where those games are going to be going. Pittman had that huge game. He's just been so good down the stretch. 11 targets, eight catches, 95 yards. Like everything you wish Drake London was doing is what Michael Pittman. It's exactly it. You want to follow those scores because it's going to be uh, flipping on you with some Saturday games. Make sure you stay ahead of the game in your fantasy leagues with the Fantasy News and Scores app. Instant updates on player news and rumors from the NFL, MLB, and NBA. Customize your news stream and get alerts for your followed players. Download now at fantasypros.com slash apps. Dominate your leagues with the latest news so you're not missing any of that. Let's go over to Cleveland, who beat Jacksonville 31-27. to Absolutely shocked that Trevor Lawrence ended up playing. Looked like the biggest uh, great call of him not starting, and then he ended up having like three touchdowns off all of those picks, so it it kind of stabilized a a bit, but uh, the Browns looked really good, kind of let go at the end. I thought Evan Ingram was going to dominate. He did. I did not think Ridley was going to do great, but I do want to give credit. 13 targets (laughs) in this game. I know he sucked. He stunk, but I'm saying like the target share was there. Uh, You also had Parker Washington doing pretty well. Uh, tons of etn questions and we all got saved by the touchdown at the end even though the rib injury was out there it was a weird uh weird game of it cooper getting out there etn getting out there it was odd kind of all the way around yeah and look i think the biggest takeaway of this game is that flacco is making this offense work for cleveland dtr was not so he was the starter and he should remain another 300 yard game here three touchdowns I did throw a pick and lose a fumble but i mean he's new to this system and this team so it's not surprised to see him it wasn't surprising to see him have turnovers like it was Lawrence. I know Lawrence was immobilized, obviously, with that ankle, but he ran a little bit. He looked okay doing it. But the three picks, I mean, he just had he just had some bad decision making in this game. Ford had 82 yards, which was nice, but Hunt got the touchdown. That's annoying. Uh David and Joku with the two scores. He's become a favorite of whoever Flacco, is out there. but Flacco loves him. Anybody but Watson. I mean, DTR loved him. Remember, he had 15 targets against the Steelers. So everybody but Watson likes Njoku. So Cooper Cup or Amari Cup out there, uh, seven for 77. He did have the fumble lost. Uh David Bell had his only good play in the NFL. 
which was nice to see, but I don't think we're going to make a lot of that. And, you know, Zay got involved. I mean, Zay had 14 targets. They threw the ball 50 times. So uh, that Jacksonville secondary is bad. And I think whatever game the Jaguars are involved in now is just going to be a shootout. So Zay um, Flowers over ever. Who, who are they playing? Who do we say they're Baltimore. playing? Baltimore. Baltimore. Ooh, yeah. that's going to be a fun one. Yep. Uh, it's going to be Zay Flowers week next week. Chicago's got Cleveland, so no thanks. And Baltimore's at Jacksonville Sunday night football. The Bears beat the Lions 28 to 13. Did not get, oh man, I was so close to my DJ Moore. Uh, you know, what's crazy too is on the Betting Pros app. You can follow me. You can check my bets. I was able to lock in the bet there at 67 and a half. Um, they don't track the alt stuff. But I bet the alt stuff, and but I tracked as a positive on the app. That's how crazy these things can go. Uh, DJ Moore ended up saving his day. He had the touchdown early on the rushing side, but he kind of saved his day. I paired more receptions with Gibbs Yards and got them both. Okay, so. there you go. So uh, talk us through here. What did you like out of this game? Yeah, I mean, I think the thing here is the big thing is I think Foreman is the guy in Chicago. Uh, 11 for 50, 2 for 22. Herbert. Had three rushes for eight yards. Roshan had one for six. And the mm. snaps also went to Foreman. 39 of 71 for him. 20 to Roshan and 12 to Herbert. So it looks like Foreman is the dude moving forward in Chicago at running back. Uh, Fields, obviously a huge day for him. 58 and the score on the ground. 223 and the score through the air. DJ Moore had the six catches for 68. And the rushing touchdown, the first of his career. Which kind of surprised me. Because I know he ran the ball a decent amount in Carolina, but he never scored. You know, I mean, not surprising he didn't score in Carolina, but uh, surprising he didn't have a rushing touchdown. Komet, six for 66 was nice. Mooney, two for 44. Goff, Goff is, he, he, obviously, you know, our boy Pizapia calls him an indoor cat. So uh, outdoor game, miserable. 20 of 35, 161 yards, touchdown and two picks. It's really starting to affect Monra, who carried a lot of people here. And now it's two bad weeks in a row. Uh, touchdown bailed him out last week. He did not have one this week. So it was three catches for 21 yards. Starting to get worried about him. Reynolds had the touchdown. Laporta didn't look good either. Uh, Gibbs had the touchdown and, um, you know, led in carries again over Monty. So I think that whole thing last week with Montgomery getting more carries was more of a specific game plan for them. I think most cases Gibbs is going to be the guy. Yeah, Laporta didn't look good because he didn't get targets. He had he caught a diving catch to start the game, and then he just wasn't. I benched. I had a guillotine league. I had Laporta and Kittle, and I benched Kittle for Laporta. Stupid me. Uh, that's how that ended up going. Denver is at Detroit on Saturday, and you've got, as I mentioned, Chicago at Cleveland. Uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and it's still a big reminder. How hard is it to shop for all of the loved ones that you've got in this uh, at the same time and keep it fresh year after year? I think that's a key point. Year after year, keeping it fresh. You want an easy gift to give, but you also want it to be thoughtful. No one wants to give a lame gift. Well, this is the gift that is so easy to gift, and everyone will thank you for spending the hours of personalization that they can do, and you as well, with the Skylight Digital Picture Frame. Effortlessly send photos from photo to frame with the free Skylight app, or you get a unique email that's set up. So I have this. It's one of the best things ever. We just had my cousin's birthday. My aunt gave her the email. She was able to send all the pictures straight to the frame. So not only did I get them, but the family was able to see them just walking through the house. It looks beautiful as well. And it is easy to set up. The setup takes less than 60 seconds. The touchscreen makes it easy. Swipe through photos. You can tap to see new photos that were sent. And you can tap the heart 
page on there. No part, uh, it's, it's crazy, crazy, crazy how this whole thing works. And the button on there in there will say thank you to the sender. It's a delightful way to use it every single day. As a special limited time offer for our listeners, get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash fantasy. To get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com slash fantasy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com slash fantasy. Get 15% off Skylight Frame at skylightframe.com slash fantasy. I got one in my house and I absolutely love it. Tampa Bay, they beat Atlanta 29 to 25. Ritter is the worst, but somehow had 300 plus yards. So there's that. Yeah. Raise, Bijan, your, hand, raise your hand in the chat if you had uh, Desmond Ritter carry you to the playoffs. Yeah. Ah, well, I don't think liars. anybody with Desmond Ritter or pay, Baker Mayfield is going on, but uh, <laughs> interesting game. Uh, Roshan, or Rashad White was able to cash where I needed him. Bijan hit his receiving yard prop again. So just want to point that out. It went up to 22 and a half. It is going to be over 25 this coming week. So be on the lookout if you care on that market. But uh, fantasy implications here. Yeah, I mean, it was just nice to see Drake London and Pitts get involved. Like I said, I don't think that's going to be the case moving forward. I think this was a specific game plan uh, to beat Tampa Bay because they're good against the run and bad against the pass. So it's really bad against the pass, I guess, more so than great against the run. But yes, I, I just think that this is what Arthur Smith does. He adjusts. Uh, he adjusts with that line, knowing that the line can't pass block very well and turned it into a rushing offense. So uh, I think we're going to see that against Carolina. I don't think we're going to see a lot of Drake London and Kyle Pitts again. So uh, we were excited this week. Maybe it happens next week, but I definitely would not bet on it uh, for the Tampa Bay side. I mean, Baker had a good game, three touchdowns for only 144 passing yards. Couldn't get the ball to Mike Evans to save his life. I mean, he missed a touchdown by, I don't know how, if you saw how close it was, he caught it in the end zone. He got one foot down and his hand came down out of bounds like a split fraction of a second oh, before his it. left foot did. And that's why he ended up with only one catch for eight yards after a couple monster games that he's had. Rashad White was the big beneficiary of this offense, 102 yards rushing and the receiving touchdown. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we know who to trust on Tampa Bay. Uh, I, I'm not going to have an issue rolling Mike Evans back out there uh, against Green Bay next week. You know, even with ba Baker Mayfield, not playing great depending on the weather that happens in green Bay. Uh, but Rashad white's the guy Mike Evans is it. And it's Bijan for Atlanta. I don't think I'm going to go back to trusting Pitts or London based off of one good game. Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, Atlanta <laughs> has got Carolina. Tampa Bay is facing off green Bay in week 15 for your playoffs. The jets beat the, uh, we talked a lot about this, about the Texans. Uh, they beat them 30 to six actually hit the over, which was shot this game. I know it was like a low total, but <laughs> like they were able to hit the yeah. over. Yeah. Cause Zach Wilson ended up having a, Pretty, pretty big day here. Uh, we also saw a really good day from Brees, which we needed. Everything stung for the Texans. So really, this is probably more of a more of a Jets conversation outside of the Singletary was like the low guy as well. So what do you uh, what do you want to throw at us in Jets Texans? Yeah, I mean, obviously that we talked about it before, how I just don't trust a lot of this Texans offense if it's, if it's going to be Mills because he looked bad. He'll look better with a full uh, week of practice with the ones. Uh, should Stroud not be able to go, but I just, I don't trust a lot of that offense. I mean, Zach Wilson had a good day, 301 yards, two scores. He made Garrett Wilson relevant again. So if he's up, you know, tough game against Miami next week, but I, I like Garrett Wilson to go and Conklin uh, was back to relevance 
relevancy four for 57 here Ruckert also had three for 37 Cobb caught a touchdown these are all like middle of the field receptions that can go towards a tight end I was about to say Wilson Wilson's comfortable throwing in the middle of the field so that's right makes him relevant again Right. Brees Hall caught the touchdown, 8 for 86. Still can't get a lot of room running or just carries in this game, really. I mean, you average four yards per carry, but 10 rushes for 40 yards. But the 8 for 86, he's better as a receiver. And Dalvin Cook's miserable. Like I said before, I don't know what to do with these running backs. I think it's Singletary because they went back to him over Pierce, 13 for 65 and 1, 4 for 9 for Pierce, but it could change. And no Texans wide receiver had more than five targets, three catches, or 35 yards in this game. Jets defense stepped up, put them in a good position, and Zach Wilson moved the football. So, uh, and Debro's in the chat. What up, Debro? What's going on? What's up, Debro? So Debro's in the house. I was just talking to Debro earlier today. Uh, the Jets, they've got Miami next week, Houston at Tennessee. So it'll be really nice to get Stroud back if uh, that's the place we're in. Extreme weathers, hot or cold, definitely scream tires really anytime scream tires and if you need new tires for your car discount tire is your go-to they've got exceptional service and you get 30 percent shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at discounttire.com. they've got this really cool feature called Treadwell, which is an online tire buying guide that gives you transparency on tire performance as well as personalized recommendations based on your location and driving habits discount tire is also the largest independent tire retailer in the country So it's got the biggest selection of tires and wheels. A little bit better than going to a place where you're going to pick up, you know, French fries. You're going to have a little bit bigger of a selection. And here's a pro tip from the experts at Discount Tire. You can prevent wear and boost gas mileage by keeping your tires properly inflated. Tire pressure supports the weight of your vehicle and is important to check for safety. So if it's been over a month since your last check, your tire pressure, stop by one of their local stores for a free tire safety and air pressure test check discount tire let's get taken care of i need an air pressure test on my brain here <laughs> hey i picked up a nail on my way back from uh dallas last week oh really took it over discount got it all patched up all good to go so, where were you yep. in uh dallas why were you in dallas again i was at where this game is tonight at jerry world watching the the longhorns win the the big 12 championship should have hit up but i had four hours to drive home so. bogman was on the sidelines there just you know just in <laughs> uh, quinn ewers just jumping up in his face i was the fat guy in the red shirt if you uh are looking for yeah, look on my twitter i've got uh, pictures of it i was screenshotting and taking pictures but go check out discount tire um <laughs> i need to inflate my uh my speech here because it's a little (laughs) bit flat oh it's gonna get back up when we talk about the 49ers because we're going to the afternoon slate where the Niners beat the Seahawks oh 24 to 7 Debo back at it Brock Purdy made uh, one of those little Brock Purdy mistakes but they were able to get through it Debo Ayuk looked good Christian McCaffrey with a big run to break it uh early on and George Kittle (laughs) that gorgeous play I, I mean the guys made the plays that you expect the Seahawks were just really not able to ever answer outside of that DK touchdown yeah I mean obviously Drew Locke being up and Gino being down in this game affected Seattle's offense a lot, but it wouldn't have mattered. The Niners are on a different level than everybody else right now. They're the clear favorite for to win the Super Bowl. I mean, 368 yards, two touchdowns for Purdy, 145 yards rushing. Half of it he got on the first run, uh, 72 yards on the first scamper. For CMC, just an incredible day there. Then Jordan Mason yeah. comes in and vultures his touchdown. I know <laughs> that, that was the worst part. Like, how can you do that? <laughs> did, did you know what? He was exhausted. Look? He just ran 72 yards. I don't care. It's Christian McCaffrey. Like, just sh- somebody shove him in. Did you see? I, my brain is a little bit fried, and I don't want it. I might get this wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Did you see what his anytime touchdown juice was? 
the minus 280 310 on dk what's it really minus 310 i've never fantastic with my 280 i was like it's gonna be some ridiculous i've never seen that before in my life and it was like in the minus 300s it was was so Mm. stupid sorry but yeah keep going no i mean look debo debo it's a couple weeks in a row now debo's been incredible seven for 149 yards uh, receiving, he also had a one-yard touchdown and a receiving touchdown. Two more scores for him. IU six for one twenty-six. Kittle three for seventy-six in a score. This was a game where nobody that you started from the Niners let you down. So uh, just a huge game for them. For Seattle, you know you can't get. There's not a lot of running room uh, against the Niners, and uh, you know Walker coming back. I mean Walker made a nice little play like across the field, you know, a Seneca Wallace type run across the field. So he had 33 yards receiving, but 54 yards ain't going to cut it. Uh, 48 total for Charbonnet is not good enough. Lockett led in receiving here. Six for 89. Metcalf had the big touchdown. Got ejected at the end of the game. JSN, seven targets, but only four catches for 25. Hopefully Gino's back. Uh, Gino makes this whole offense way, way better. And, you know, Drew Locke didn't have a terrible game. And I think if he's playing not the Niners, Maybe he would have even had a good game. He looked good in the preseason. He looked okay in this game, 22 of 31, 269 and two, but he also had the two bad picks and, you know, the the defense couldn't stop the Niners, so it wasn't going their way no matter what. Nope, and the Niners have got the Cardinals as they are uh, going for the third course in their bird meals. They've already <laughs> uh, locked up uh, two legs to this uh, birdie meal, so we're going to Arizona. Actually, I didn't even realize <gasps> that game is here next week. Oh, are you going to go? Should I try to do something crazy? Go go on the sidelines. I do yeah. Some, yeah. Can I get a can I get a media pass? D bro, yeah. talk to somebody for me. We need to get that going here. I need to get me. I didn't realize that. That's gonna be right down the street for me. Uh Philly is gonna be going up against Seattle, bird on bird crime, Monday night football for next week. Minnesota in the game that you could have avoided, you don't really need much. And I don't know what there's really a takeaway outside of how bad were the performances carrying over to next week. Minnesota beat the uh Raiders three to nothing. We talked with Deepak earlier. We know that the Justin Jefferson injury is a very massive concern and Dobbs not in there is even wilder. This game stunk. How did we possibly get back-to-back weeks of like six to nothing and three to nothing? Yeah, I don't know. And by the way, they said, I believe this was the first weekend, the first NFL Sunday since 1988 where two games went to halftime scoreless. So interesting. For that, that was a uh, red zone stat. There was it's eighty eight or eighty nine. It was somewhere sometime in the eighties. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you look at the Vegas side. What are you excited about? Josh Jacobs coming off an injury. They're playing on Thursday. I don't think he's going to play. They're playing the Chargers. That's a nice matchup. So, but does that make make Aiden O'Connell a start? No. Uh, Devonte Adams is like the only guy you can start here. Jacoby Myers, six for five for twenty five. I mean, it's just not a good day. The Vikings are probably going to have Nick Mullins going. I trust him as far as I can throw him, so not not very far. Uh, They split up the carries between Madison and Chandler. Maybe if Chandler is the guy, that would be nice if Madison is down. Um, You know, but if Madison is up and gimpy, it's probably going to split again. Hawkinson is, you know, Jefferson's going to be out. Hawkinson, 8-5 for 53 is your only, like, very trustable guy on the Vikings. Addison has been hit or miss. Osborne sucks. I mean, I don't like the rest of this. So there's not really a lot to take away outside of the injuries, which hurt everybody. Chargers are going to be going against the Rams in Las Vegas. And then just what 
uh, I'm sorry, the Raiders. And then just what everybody paid for Nick Mullins versus Jake Browning is going down next week on Saturday, Minnesota and Cincinnati. Just what we all wanted. Tough decisions. Those are helped and made with the autopilot tool over at Fantasy Pros. Don't be confused on what decisions to make because we can help you do it. We, I mean, literally, we can help you make those decisions, even if it's not. I, this is other thing. Like people are like, well, I don't really need those decisions made for me. OK, they're going to give you suggestions. But what is the best is they can auto swap out inactive players and they have a full autopilot mode, which just sets optimal lineups. And then you can adjust it after that. It's, the robots don't take over. Not yet. So you can just readjust. It's an extra safety tool that optimizes your lineup. So go and check it out. Autopilot at fantasypros.com slash my playbook or on the fantasy football, my playbook app and get hooked up today. No reason not to. It's one of the, again, the tools are ridiculous. Two more games here. We have Buffalo held off Kansas City 20 to 17. This one, I think, had the chat really frustrated when we started up because that's the game that carried over into here. So what uh, fantasy stuff do you want to take? No Pacheco. We had Clyde Edwards-Alaire. McKinnon got the touchdown. Everything was just kind of eh. Nothing was awesome. Well, Diggs has been bad. I think that's the big takeaway here is that, uh, you know, Diggs has five. 100 yard receiving games this year. Uh, the last one was on October 15th. Since then, in the seven games since then, his high total has been 86 yards and a touchdown against Cincinnati. That was nice, but he only has three touchdowns over those seven weeks, four for 24 this week. Last week, he had a touchdown against Philly. The week before, four for 27 against the Jets, three for 34 against uh, Denver. He had the nice game against Cincy, nine for 70 against Tampa Bay. Uh, But yeah, from what he was doing early in the season to what he is doing now, it is a major disappointment for you. You drafted him here at the end of the season. It is a major disappointment. So yeah, people are upset about Stefan Diggs. I do think the Kincaid stuff's a little overblown because yes, Dawson Knox did come back and have more catches and yards or more uh, yards anyway, three for 36. Kincaid still had eight targets. So I think if these targets are a little more true, that Kincaid is going to be okay moving forward, but Gabe Davis isn't Gabe Davis. Uh, you know, like we said, open up the donut shop. He had nothing. It was James cook and nobody, which is really kind of hurting fantasy production across the board for KC. Clyde Edwards, Lair stepped in 13 touches, just over 60 yards. I mean, he's, uh, it was kind of black. Like I, I was pushing a little bit for him this week. I don't know. It didn't blow up in your face unless it was over someone great, but it definitely didn't do much for you. McKinnon scored. I, I tell you what, the nice thing about the Chiefs right now, even though Mahomes isn't playing his best football, is that Rasheed Rice has emerged as the number one wide receiver. We have it's three weeks in a row now. Kel, uh, Kelsey obviously is always going to lead these guys in receiving and targets 10 for six for 83. But Rice had the touchdown, 10 targets, seven catches, 72 yards and a score. He did have the fumble, but nobody else got more than four targets outside of Kelsey and Rice. So those are your two guys. You've got Dallas is going to Buffalo. It's going to be a great game next week. And then on the inverse, Kansas City is playing New England. That'll stink. So be on the lookout for both of those in your playoffs. Finally, Denver beat the Chargers 24-7. to Russell Wilson, passing yards, kind of cash. Cortland Sutton kind of does stuff. Chargers, do something. Do something. <laughs> Poke the stick. Do something. Uh, it's going to be hard to do something without Justin Herbert in here. But um, I guess we already kind of talked. Can you about, tell like, me how right I was about this game, Welsh? Since yeah, no, I was you were about the other. You stuff. and I fought yeah. about this one. I thought the Chargers. I thought uh, Austin Eckler was going to have the big rebound, and the Chargers were going to kind of dominate. And they looked stale. Eckler and did okay. He had uh, 51 yards rushing and 49 yards receiving. He scored at the end, so you know he was okay. Yeah. He was fine. And Easton Stick, 13 of. 
24, 179 yards coming in, you know, out of nowhere, didn't really help Josh Kelly, who, you know, we, we heard Staley talk about this backfield. Nope. Isaiah Spiller six for 19. Mm -hmm. I mean, what are you doing? Uh, three for well, for I mean, you know, he didn't specify where those carries were. You know what? Go. You're right. And when no. you're right, you're right. He didn't specify. So let's give him to, and, and look, I think Isaiah Spiller has moves upon moves. I think he's silky smooth. He's just too slow Gross. to be an NFL running back. He's just not good enough. He's no. just too slow. And he, he proved it today. Quinn Johnson, another 91 yards after uh, last week having 52, which was a career high. So now he's got 90, 91. He had the big 57 yarder as is long. So I don't know. I still don't like him, especially with Easton stick, especially on short rest, but he could be, uh, I don't know. He could be developing here. Uh, Javante got in the end zone for the first time in a long time. So we like that 17 for 66 for him. And Sutton made the big play. Uh, someone in our, our group me uh, on ITL called him Chris Carter because he turned into a guy that is just scoring touchdowns. And I believe that makes seven of his last eight games he scored a touchdown in. So nice. at least we're getting production out of him. Yeah, I think if you're in wide receiver trouble, Quinton Johnson could be someone you would start. I, I'm getting to the level of comfortability, but it is on a Thursday. They're going up. It's Chargers and Raiders. Backup QB, too. Yeah, and backup QB. You've got Denver and Detroit going on on Saturday. That is it. That's the breakdown. We got uh, we got the I, – I, every time I say Phillies, Philadelphia, I say Phillies and I drag that. It's the Eagles. <laughs> Eagles and Cowboys are going down as we're doing this live. If you guys are listening on the podcast, you know that you guys can watch us live on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fantasy pros. If you want to watch it, you can always come back as well. If, if that's your thing, a lot of people like to consume stuff on YouTube. So feel free to come and do that. If it's the inverse, you can take us with you wherever we go uh, on the pod podcast forum. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. Find Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Me at Is It The Welsh. We've got all the things going down this week on Fantasy Pro, so make sure you're tuned in because it is playoff times, baby. And if your name is John Tuggle and you're the right John Tuggle, go and collect your DK Metcalf jersey. And know if you guys uh, just make a comment and subscribe to the YouTube channel on any of the videos this week, you're going to be in line to win a custom championship belt for your league, courtesy of Trophy Smack. That is an amazing prize we're going to be giving away this week, so make sure you do that. That is it for us here. The Rewind. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We are out week 14, just about in the books. It's playoff time, baby. Bogman Welsh, it's Fantasy Pros, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace, friends. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. If you love the show, the best free way to support us is by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts at fantasypros.com slash review or on Spotify. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's Wee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.